It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on this edition of Locked On Wizards, we've got Akeem Gardner back on the show. The host of Sports Out Loud podcast is on for day two as we're taking a look at the NBA playoff picture. Now, we talked about it earlier this week. We've got to get into it in more details, analyzing, breaking down, and speculating, which is what we love to do best, around our thoughts on the NBA playoffs, right here on Locked on Wizards. You are Locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Thursday, another day closer to the weekend. Welcome to another edition of Locked on Wizards. I'm your host, Renee Washington, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Well, back on the show for day two, it is Akeem Gardner, host of Sports Out Loud podcast, also a content creator for the University of Detroit Mercy Athletics back on the show as we have had a chance to speak on John Wall playing spades in our Wednesday edition. Hopefully you had a chance to listen to that. First of all, again, I will fight you over spades. And I mean that if you don't have your poker face, don't sit down at a card table with me if you're not ready to play, but also getting into the NBA, the successful restart and just looking at what's next for the league. Well, also, as we continue to speculate, we've got to get into what's going on in the playoffs, looking at the postseason, the playoff picture. So, Akeem, looking at the playoffs, this is something that I definitely want to pick your brain on because I feel like we often tend to be on opposite sides of the spectrum for some of these basketball debates. So I'm interested to know your thoughts, Akeem, (laughs) around the playoffs. Now, I know we've had a chance to look more at the return of the season, how the NBA did a great job successfully getting back. But one thing that was not so successful was the ratings. And I know I talked about this on the show earlier this week. Now, by no surprise, the ratings were lower because also there were so many. You can literally watch any sport on any given day. Football, the WNBA, the NBA, soccer, baseball, hockey, so much overlap between sports. But is there a bigger issue here? Do you think it's time for the NBA to consider changing up the postseason? Well, man, that's such a good question. That's such a good question. Well, first, uh, to get on the rating situation, I think that, first off, the NBA is going to be – I really believe that the NBA is going to be fine when you talk about uh, the global impact and just the ratings in in and of itself. Here's why I think that. The NFL, we already know they're great. They own a Sunday. That's awesome. The MLB, and eh, no, I'm not, no disrespect to the MLB, but a lot of kids don't want to play baseball. It just is what it is. But the NBA, the reason why I believe the ratings will continue to, they'll improve and they will get better in the future. It's because 
you can market the league and you can mark the NBA. Here's why you can mark the NBA players. You can see their face and you can mm -hmm. see their body and you can see their shoes. The NFL does a great job of sponsorships, but you can't see the, you can, if you ask a casual fan uh, who Ben Roethlisberger is, I don't think they're going to be able to tell you because you can really, you really see Ben Roethlisberger's face. Or to really like pick him out. Yeah. Like if you had to do like a lineup. Right. Yeah. Where is he at? <laughs> but if you ask an average fan, do you know LeBron James? You can ask a soccer player if they know LeBron James and they'll tell you yes. You can ask them. They know Michael Jordan. They tell you yes. Why? Because you see their face. They're on endorsements. You, they're, they're marketable, you know, and that's why I think the NBA will be, always be okay when it comes to ratings. I think they'll get better. A lot of that has to do with what you just said, the NFL, MLB. This is the first time all major sports are literally playing in the prime of their season. That has never happened. Mm -hmm. So you have to take that into account. This is also election year. It's a big deal. So you have to take that into account. I know we try not to talk about politics, but all these things, and then there's COVID. I mean, it's all, I know it seems like we're always attached to COVID, because, but it's a big deal. We're in a pandemic. So you've got this year's, and, and it's all of us itself, 2020, NBA, MLB, NASCAR, uh, NFL, soccer, COVID, election year. I mean, who has that much time to process all of that? Honestly, a lot of hours in the day. Yeah, who who has that not much? Not enough time? for all that, though. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's not even hours in a day for all of that. It's just so much going on, and our minds are rapidly racing. About, oh, I got to get this. I got to get that. And then you, and on top of that, your everyday life as a casual fan, as a regular person, you got to work. You got to cook. If you have a, if you're, you know, if you have a family, husband, wives, or if your kids, or if you're like me, you need to cook for yourself. <laughs> But yeah, I, it's just so much. It's so much. That is a great point because they, I mean, from the leagues alone, if we dedicate an hour per league per day, that's like seven <laughs> or eight hours. And that's without working, living, showering, eating, sleeping. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're really just legitimately we're not, are not enough hours in the day to, to pay attention to all that is going on. But I do also, you know, I, I agree with you in the sense that it's just a matter of so much overlap is just, it's just going to happen. You know, there's, everybody's been impacted in some way. So it just has changed everybody's schedules. And also on the, as a result has changed, you know, how much they can tune into games. So something else that I definitely actually noticed from the playoffs was the fact that the excitement of some earlier series, which you often get, there's, there's usually a lot more excitement as the playoffs progress, but this year it felt like a seven seed and eight seed, you know, looking at someone like the trail, the Portland as an eight seed or um, looking at a seven seed, you know, it didn't have the feel that the Dallas Mavericks were a seven seed. I mean, those are teams that could have been just as easily a two, three, four seed. Mm -hmm. So what were your thoughts around the seeding games? I know that, that there were some people saying, you know, we should have seeding games come back. I know Kendrick Perkins, actually, I was watching an interview he was doing with Rachel Nichols on the jump. And he was saying like, the seeding games only work because this was a shortened season, but it doesn't work in a typical season because you're already playing so much basketball. 
Yeah. So you don't like to add in another another game, another play. Like you already have enough opportunities to win out that eight seed, that seven seed. So if you can't do it in the 86 games, what's one more game? But if you're a team, especially in the West right now, which next year, looking at the 13 teams that they had in the NBA yeah. restart, and then you add in a team like the Warriors who will be back, that we're at 14 already. I mean, they don't have enough spots. There's not no. enough seats at the table. No. So coming up, let's kind of continue speculating. We love doing that as journalists, <laughs> giving our thoughts, giving our predictions, sharing what we think would, should, could, would work here on Locked on Wizards around the NBA playoffs. This episode of Locked on Wizards is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. And you can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And they have everything, guys. Everything from edging control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, or maybe you're a do-it-yourselfer, you can get all the parts you need with a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. I don't know what gets much better than that. Delivered to your door, sign me up. Well, the rockauto.com catalog is easy to navigate, and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choose the best brands and prices you prefer. So best of all, prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? I don't think it makes sense. I'm a bargain shopper. I'm all for saving. You should be too. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we here at Locked On Wizards sent you. Again, it's amazingly low prices, a great selection, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Go check it out. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Renee Washington here, host of Locked on Wizards, joined by host of the Sports Out Loud podcast, Akeem Gardner. Now, we have been talking on the last two days around the NBA, John Wall playing spades, the NBA's successful return, and the NBA playoffs. Let's get right back into it. So what are your thoughts on having some sort of play-in game type feel like we saw this past season being a more permanent postseason option oh, that's that's a good question Renee I'm okay so let me put the, let me just set the record straight here I'm all for it this is an adult league okay we're watching grown men play basketball so I'm all for competitiveness and I'm all for the the right team the good team should play at the end of the day and you had years and years past, you had the East where the East wasn't really good and they shouldn't be in the playoffs, mm-hmm. like you just said. And then you had the West where 
you know, the point you just made, there's so many good teams in the West and some teams are being left out. T- fans want to see the best teams compete at the end of the day. That's what they want to see. And I think that if the best teams play each other, that either gives you more ratings, they give you more market. It's just so much more dollars there because the excitement to the game is being so much drama being brought back into the game, like March Madness, where, you know, it's do or die. Uh, and March Madness, you got to win this game. There's no series. There's no best of five, no best of seven. So I, I want to, I'm a big fan of seeing the best teams play. If it was up to me, I'd love to see a 16, a 16 team playoff, you know, one 16 and uh, three and four, however you want to do it. But I want to see the. If it was up to me. I would love to see the, the best 16 teams play. And because I think you got a lot more drama there. I think you got a lot more upsets. I really believe that because like guys like Damian Lillard, I mean, you know, his range, what he was able to do. If he played, um, if he didn't play a team like LA in the first round, I absolutely believe they probably make it in the second round because just the talent of Damian Lillard of himself, the franchise player, the shooting threat that he is, there's, you can't definitively tell me that he can't beat another team besides the Lakers to go into the second round. And then you go mm-hmm. ahead and you look over to the other side of things, over where in the East, you can't definitively tell me that if Milwaukee didn't get Miami in round two, that they would um, that they wouldn't have, they would have never surpassed. So it's just all about having, I really believe that the best teams should play each other and then you get matchup. Matchups in the NBA, it's, oh my gosh, matchups matter so much. I believe that as far as all the other leagues, you look at the NFL and the MLB, you know, I'm not going to say matchups don't matter because you have the scheme and everything. But in the NBA, matchups matter so much more because it's all about the strength. It's all about the height. It's about the speed. It's the coaching, what he's doing with the zone, the man-to-man. It's matchups really, really matter. You saw the Nuggets when they played the Clippers. It was a match. The people were surprised. I'm not going to go I'm going to go on record right now and tell you I was not surprised that the Denver Nuggets beat the Clippers, even though I, I wanted the Clippers to win because I thought that the Lakers and Clippers would be a better matchup. But the Nuggets, they just match up better. They had the Joker, who's a big man. The Clippers don't really have a, a solid big man who can score and defend at an elite level like Joker can or, or spread the floor like Joker can. And then you had Jamal Murray, who really extended his playmaking ability, who really just took his game to another level. And that's the problem you have when you don't really pay attention to players in the season and what they're doing in season and how that much they're progressing. Then when you get into the playoffs, you see the game slows down completely in the playoffs. So it's so much slower. So, so the need for shot creators are so much more essential because the game slow down because you're playing a team seven times. If it goes seven or five times, four times, however many you're seeing the same opponent every night. So now match us play, more and more and then that's predicated upon what the coaches can do so it's so much in that I want to see the best teams play the best 16 teams play and I believe that that's where the NBA should go but you know Adam Adam Silver also said I don't know if you know this Renee but uh, there was talk of doing some type of mid-season tournament do you remember that yeah yeah now that that's great do you like that idea yeah I 
I think that had been. See, we're always on the opposite side of the, of the spectrum. Say it again. <laughs> That we're always on the opposite side of the spectrum. We always disagree, I feel like, for some of these things. Yeah, yeah. So it's Why do you like that idea? Oh, what are your thoughts? I like the the idea of a Mississippi tournament because it's different. Uh, what professional team is doing that? As a fan, you sit back and you watch that. I think it's intriguing. I also think that there was something called, like, they would do the prize would go for a charity or something like that or a bonus. Mm. A team. What player is not going to play? Watch this. Watch this, Renee. And the All-Star game, remember the All-Star game? The fourth quarter was so competitive this year oh in the All-Star game. Why? Because there was money on the line, but it wasn't for the players. It was for charity. And, yeah, people was charity. You know, no, that's a good cause. That's a good reason. And players get behind that because they want to see that money get invested to their charities because they do so much community work off the court. So, that's why I think an idea like that where you have a mid-season tournament, uh, players either get bonuses because they hey, they don't play for money or do the same thing they did with the All-Star and have it be donated to a charity of their choice. So I, that's why I really like it. Uh, that's actually a good idea. And you know what? I was thinking from a standpoint of the fact that you see these teams play each other already so much. Like when soccer does it, soccer has a lot of cups but they're international cups. So you'll play, like you'll have an MLS team play like a, a, an international team, you know? So it's, you're not mm-hmm. playing the same people and it's a chance to see your favorite players that don't always get to play. But basketball is different in that a majority of the top players in basketball are in the NBA, you know, whereas in soccer, they're in the MLS, but they're also in the, in the Premier League and the Champions League. They're all over. So you can now have these opportunities to bring the best from the different leagues to play each other. So for me, that's the reason why it does not fully make sense because you already see the Lakers play the Clippers or the Rockets play the Thunder, whoever. Um, So I think if you can add now, I actually like what you said. I, I, I appreciate that because that actually would give it an incentive that makes sense. If it's like a best of like a single game elimination series where you have the top teams play each other and you now have who you know whoever wins first place x amount is donated to their charity of choice second place x amount is donated like maybe you have some sort of incentives based on where they finish but doing it all for a good cause that would be fun that would definitely be cool well let me ask Um, you this renee oh boy (laughs) no 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 i think you'll like this remember a couple years ago recent uh god recent you know in peace to kobe bryant um, such a touchy topic to address Kobe Bryant right now, but um, Kobe Bryant, remember he had his his run where he was the best player, then LeBron, now they had their run. But it was that one year, I think it was in 08, LeBron was in Cleveland and Kobe was in um, LA as he's always is. And they, I don't know if you heard this story, but LeBron and Kobe said in the offseason, hey, let's play, let's look to play each other in the championship and then we'll decide, you know, who's the best player. Like that's really on record. That's the story. And LeBron goes on record and said Dwight beat him. And so we couldn't, we couldn't get that matchup. You wanted. What if we saw a matchup like that? Kobe Bryant versus LeBron James and the mid season tournament, like what fan would not want to see that. 
it's not the NBA finals, but it's still a tournament. It's still for bragging rights. Mm -hmm. It's still a lot involved, like you said, with the charity. So it's just so much excitement, so much more drama. And now watch this. If, if Kobe wins, oh, yeah, yeah, I told you he was the man, blah, blah, blah. If LeBron wins, hey, LeBron, the new the new champion, the new gold, and all the, the, all the talk that we hear about him now, years ago, if that would have happened, I think that would have really just made more – much more excitement to the league so it's it's a really unique perspective it would definitely have to be a matchup across conferences because you already play the teams within your conference so much so i think for yeah. it to make sense it definitely would have to be like a western conference team versus an eastern conference team you know and 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 to have the best games that make most sense for the best matchups like you actually would have to look at the best matchups as, as well of like specific storylines and play, like kind of actually kind of actually like they do for Christmas mm. the games that are set up for Christmas now they're not always across conferences but they look at the beginning of the season the you know who's predicted to have the best storylines the best history yep. like whether it was seeing the the Cavs versus the um Warriors that year it was like the the playoff rematch I mean the finals rematch like whatever it is it's usually a really good game yeah, to watch really like it, it would now be taking that into more of a tournament aspect of like a mid-season tournament yeah I guess I get it <laughs> <laughs> interesting but I actually want to get your thoughts on something so coming up we've had a chance to share our thoughts around the playoffs well what exactly would we do Akeem Gardner and I will be sharing our thoughts on what the NBA could do to spice up the NBA playoffs right here on Locked on Wizards. Let me tell you guys about the delicious treat that's going to allow you to snack healthy. That's right. You can do both. If you know me, you know I have a sweet tooth. I enjoy cupcakes, cookies, brownies, all the sweets. And Built Bar actually has delicious flavors. Let me just run down some of my favorites. Cookies and cream, double chocolate, mint brownie, salted caramel, yes, caramel, not caramel, and peanut butter brownie. Delicious. All bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're healthy. So it's great if you are on a keto diet or working to lose or maintain weight, you can do all that while snacking on a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. And I definitely recommend Built Bar. So if you head over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On, you'll get $10 off your next order. Now you can save money, eat healthy, and eat delicious. Doesn't get any better than that. So go ahead on over to BuiltBar.com to try the best tasting protein bars. And I can guarantee you from me to you, you will not regret it. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
Akeem Gardner, host of Sports Out Loud podcast, content creator for the University of Detroit Mercy Athletics. Joining me, Renee Washington, here on Locked On Wizards. Now, we have had a chance to speak on so much these last two days, Akeem, starting with John Wall, looking at him playing spades during his live TV interview, also getting into the NBA's successful return and what's next in terms of our expectations and concerns around the upcoming season. This episode, we've been looking at the NBA playoff picture, analyzing our thoughts around what the league can do to continue to drive ratings, to continue to increase viewership, and to keep the excitement. Well, we've had all this talk around what can change, but let's look at specifically our thoughts on ways to make the postseason even better. Yeah, because there's always room for improvement, right? So Akeem, definitely want to get your thoughts. The Lakers-Clippers matchup was one that everybody was hoping to see, of course, in the Western Conference Final. But the Lakers-Clippers matchup was so exciting because it was more of what should have been an NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about having the best 16 teams in the playoffs, are you looking at taking the best records aside from conference and doing similar to what we see for March Madness, where it's seeding based on overall records and you have, you know, a division one, division two, um, not like literally division. I mean, like um, bracket one, bracket two, I should say. And, you know, the top overall record, if it's Milwaukee, you're in bracket one, the second overall record, you're the top seed for bracket two, The you know, and, and kind of divvying it up that way. So now you do hopefully have it set up to have those best matchups in the finals, in the semifinals versus what would have been, well, it would have still been the semifinals technically, but like the Clippers Lakers matchup, that's an NBA final, but it was going to be in the Western conference final. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So are you, are you saying that it's time to do away with the conferences and focus more on just the records to make sure that you have the top 16 overall best teams in, not just the top eight East and the top eight West? That's exactly what I'm saying. I know it sounds far-fetched. First off, it will, never, <laughs> it will never happen. And here's why. Because the NBA Eastern Conference Finals and the TV deals – they make so much money off that. The NBA does. It's so you got the Western Conference Finals. They make money off that. With T, I think TNT plays uh, the Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. and ESPN plays the Eastern Conference Finals. So much money would be lost if they did away with the conference title thing. But if they look past that and saw how many viewers would be, let me ask you something. I know I don't want to get off track here, but how many times do you hear fans? say, uh, I'm not going to watch the, the NBA until the playoffs until maybe the semifinals or the conference finals because they already know Milwaukee. I'm just giving an example here. Milwaukee's the best team, quote unquote, and they believe that they're going to already beat the other two teams. So they're going to be in a conference final. It takes away the drama or the Celtics, the best team. It takes away the drama. They'll be in a conference final. Then you got the LA Lakers and the Clippers, who we thought was going to be in the conference finals. And a lot of people, honestly, a lot of people didn't watch that Denver Nuggets finals. I mean, the Denver Nuggets and the uh, L.A. Clippers playing the semifinals. Why? Because people thought the Clippers were going to win. And so they're like, I'm not going to watch it. But then what happens? Maybe they watch the last game 
and was like, wow, I can't believe the Nuggets really upset them. You get what I'm saying? But if you get in a situation where the 16 teams, best players play, you do away with the conference, there are going to be so many more fans in tune to what's going to happen because the idea that upsets are a lot more likely because you got the best of the best playing. And that's what it should be about. It should always be about the best of the best, especially when we're talking about grown man playing basketball. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. I actually think like, okay, so we talked about this earlier this week and I've had some time to digest and think about it a little bit more. I love the idea and my um, guest, Stephen, who's on the show was talking about comparing it to March Madness. March Madness is exciting because as you said, there's single game eliminations. Now, I don't think the NBA should move to single game eliminations, but I do like the idea of having, I'm going to say a top, uh, I like the idea of a wild card. So let's mm-hmm. say it's a top 20 and the two bottom um, the, or the four bottom teams, you have two and two that have to play each other for a play-in game. And that's a single game elimination, similar oh, to what we good. saw for the play-in game this past year. So you have a play-in game for that number uh, 15 and 16 spot. And then that wild card is now in for a chance. Similar to like, I would pull from what the NFL does, what the oh, WNBA yeah. does, what March Madness is to make this like super playoff. And then those wild card teams are now put into the top seating. And you, after play-in, winning your play-in game, you now would face the number one seeds, which is fine. Um, I like the idea of having two brackets and then they're based on the top overall record. So not, like I said, the number one overall record. So this past season, it'd be Milwaukee is the one seed for bracket A. The Lakers are the one seed for bracket B. The Nuggets are the two seed for bracket A. Um, who was number two on the, in the East? The Raptors are, are the two seed for bracket B. And you literally just split it that way because of the fact that it would allow us to have different matchups. Now, I also understand for the playoffs, for travel purposes, it makes more sense to have them more "quote unquote" local. But this is the NBA; they're flying all over the place, anyways. Oh, it's yeah, fine. You're true. playing a two-two-one-one series, anyways, so they're perfectly fine with two games in one region and then fly to another part of the country for the other two games. But then the last part of what I would do, I would actually shorten those original. Either I don't know if I'd shorten the early series or the later series. I'm thinking the early series to like a best of five. The finals would definitely be a best of seven, but I'd shorten the earlier series, maybe that first series. So maybe we have a play-in game, a best of five, and then we get into best of seven because it just makes those, those must win games are so exciting. So I would even like up the ante a little bit more. That would be my, as of today, it could change by tomorrow. That would be my ultimate playoff picture. That's so intriguing, Renee, because when you look at the NFL, like you just said, the whole wild card, that play-in game, the NFL, what they do. So how many times have we seen the NFL wild card team make it so far into like the AFC championship or the NFC championship? And sometimes they may, I mean, it's rarely that they get to that Super Bowl. You had the Arizona Cardinals, I think years ago with Kurt Warner, they made it to the, the wild card and they end up going all the way to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl and playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. But with so much excitement in that Super Bowl, because it was like, wow, this is a 97 Cardinals team. They were a wild card team. It's a lot of draw here. Like a Cinderella team. So you get a team. team yeah, it's, the, it's very dramatic. You get a team in a play-in game who makes a couple upsets and look, what do you know? Like Cinderella, March Madness. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
bingo, bingo. And that's exactly what it would be. It, it would allow for more of those Cinderella type teams and the upsets and the underdogs versus it being as predictable. I'm all for it. I think time for them to hire us, bring us in, we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> so I am so thankful that you were able to join the show both days as we had a chance to just kind of, first of all, I just love speculating. That's always fun, especially this time of year. Always great to just have speculatory conversation about the what ifs, about all these hypotheticals that we have no impact over. But Adam Silver, if you're looking for someone to help change up the playoffs, call us right. uh, so where <laughs> where can our listeners follow you to keep up with all you've got going on uh, oh i didn't hear you say that again where can our listeners follow you to keep up with all you've got going on oh okay so you can follow me on twitter at akeem lg a-k-i-e-m l-g and then you can also listen to my podcast sports out loud podcast it is available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and Google Podcasts. And you can also follow me on Facebook at Akeem Gardner. I am available to the people, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Akeem. I love it. Thank you so much for taking time to join me on Locked on Wizards as we had a chance talking about John Wall, talking about the NBA, COVID, playoffs, hypotheticals. So I really appreciate you taking time to join the show these last two days. It's been great having you on. Thank you so much, Renee. I appreciate you taking the time to invite me. So let me know your thoughts at Renee P. Watch on Twitter and at Locked on Wizards on Twitter. We've got a lot of great topics to get into here on the show. So hit that subscribe button to keep up with all the news and updates here on the show. I'm your host, Renee Washington. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Have a good one, everybody. I'll see you next time. Washington out. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast Free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.